Hey, all you heathens. This is Jordy, and you are listening and watching the Heathen Path podcast. Welcome. So I wanted to do a recording so you guys can see what happens behind the scenes. <laughs> I've got my notes printed out all over all of my tables here. And uh, today we're going to be talking about Maybon and the autumnal equinox. So I hope you guys are all having a fantastic Maybon. And I personally have just been feeling like the last couple days are so fall-like. <laughs> There's been the crisp mornings the nice cool sweater weather, even though my sunburnt ass does not have a sweater on right now because I'm in the studio and it's hot. Um, but yeah, it just, it feels so fall-like outside and, um, it's really getting me in, into the, into the spirit. So I hope you guys are all enjoying it as well. Um, so with Maybon, I wanted to kind of go into the history, into um, celebrations, will of the year, witchcraft, the early history. I wanted to touch base on pretty much all of that. So we'll just, we'll dive into the early history. Um, the name Maybon comes from a medieval Welsh myth. And this is, I'm probably going to butcher this, the Mabinogoian, Mabinogoian, <laughs> this oral narrative, which is along the lines of Homer's, the Iliad, and the Odyssey, tells four different stories featuring a cast of recurring characters, which Mabon, who is often portrayed as a man or a warrior, is the cultural hero of one of these myths. Um, he's born a divine child and his birth is associated with some kind of miracle like immaculate conception, similar to uh, the stories of Jesus, Buddha, and the Aztec man god, Quetzalcoatl. But as a baby, Mabon is kidnapped and taken to the other world, aka the underworld. Um, and he's eventually rescued, echoing the story of Demeter and Persephone, who are two figures from Greek mythology closely associated with the autumn and spring equinoxes. So, Maybon is the name of a specific holiday. Um, it did not take hold, though, until the 1970s, which is crazy to me, um, which we'll talk more on that in a bit. And the but the celebration of the autumn equinox is as old as humanity. So while ancient Celts may not have celebrated Maybon per se, they most certainly celebrated the autumn equinox rejoicing in the near end of the busy harvest season. Cause if you can only imagine all that work, all the work that they were doing to prepare and get ready for winter. Um, 
there had to be a celebration after all that work had to be. Um, it's a pagan holiday and is one of the eight Wiccan Sabbaths celebrated during the year. Maybon celebrates the autumnal equinox in the Northern hemisphere. Um, this September in September will be the, and it's already begun the autumnal equinox. Um, however, the Southern hemisphere already celebrated Maybon in March when the Northern hemisphere celebrated Ostara. It also celebrates the mid harvest festival, also known as the second harvest. Many civilizations have celebrated a harvest festival around the equinox. In the 1700s, the barbarians, which is part of present day Germany, um, began a festival that starts in the last week of September. They called this festival Oktoberfest. The festival had lots of feasting and celebrating and now beer. <laughs> and Oktoberfest is celebrated in Bavaria today. And many cultures see the second harvest after the first harvest, Lamas, and Equinox as a time for giving thanks. This time of year is when farmers know how well their summer crops did and how well they fed their animals, how well their uh and how well fed their animals have become. Um, this is hard because I normally, when I slip up like that, I normally put a little pin in it. Oh, it does say it says Mark Clip. There we go. Um, and then I can go back and edit it and take that, all that nonsense out. So... <laughs> Um, anyways, this time of year is when farmers know how well their summer crops did and how well fed their animals have become. This determines whether you and your family would have been able to have enough food for the winter or not. Um, Mabon is the last Sabbath in the will of the year marking the end of summer and the beginning of autumn. It's celebrated during the autumnal equinox. Uh, Maybon occurs around, around September 21st in the Northern Hemisphere, as I said, and around March 21st in the Southern Hemisphere. Um, the history of Maybon, as we said, stretches back to ancient Celtic times, but Maybon, again, was not established until the seventies. Um, but it, it's gaining popularity as more people turn toward nature as a guide for their spiritual path. And, um, as they, you know, seek their, their callings in the spiritual journey. Um, so the celebration, let's do the celebrations. So the second of the three harvests, Maybon is often equated with Thanksgiving and seen as a time by Wiccan and witches, as well as those who don't identify with any spiritual label, uh, to reflect and thank the earth for its bounty. While our modern Thanksgiving holiday in the United States often focuses on excessive amounts of food, football, 
and getting a jump on the holiday shopping. Historical Thanksgiving celebrations were rooted in celebrating the efforts of one's labor and the connection between people and earth. Um, and I will say with the, with Maybon and the will of the year. So if Maybon wasn't an ancient holiday like Yule or Samhain, when did it start? That's a good question. Despite hundreds of years of Christianity in Europe, there remained a keen interest in ancient pagan rituals and celebrations. The fear that surrounded paganism in the 17th and 18th centuries, think Salem witch trials, <laughs> uh, gave way to a more academic interest during the Age of Enlightenment. Ancient paganism was further mytholo mythologized by writers of the Romantic period of the late 18th century. So think like classic fairy tales. Um, throughout the 19th and 20th century, a neo-pagan movement gained traction with many different sects popping up throughout Europe and North America. And it's still going strong to this day. <laughs> Um, Robert Graves was one of many 20th century writers um, that helped popularize the concept of eight holidays based on the agrarian and seasonal cycles of the British Isles, blending the ancient Celtic fire festivals and the solstices and equinoxes. <laughs> By the mid 20th century, though, um, the Wiccan religion had been established in North America in the late 1960s, Aidan Kelly, a neo-pagan writer who helped establish Wicca, is credited with shaping the eight pagan festivals into what would become known as the Will of the Year. So he is also credited with coining the name Maybon for the autumn equinox celebration, marking the last Sabbath holiday in the Will of the Year. So we can, we can give uh, Aidan Kelly all of our thanks for bringing in Maybon into the picture. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's, that's quite a bit of info as far as the history goes. Um, Maybon and witchcraft for modern witches, since Maybon marks the end of the witch's year, it is a good time to let go of things that no longer serve you. Um, you can cast spells for decreasing or ending old habits, meditate on what you would like to let go, and above all else, give thanks for the good things you have in your life, which I think is really important. And that is something that I do um, every Maybon is give thanks, um, whether it be giving forth, you know, a gift to a deity or even just recognizing all that you have in your life and all that you have gone through in this, you know, in this past year and in this life, in this lifetime, um, appreciating that and giving thanks to that is, is definitely what Maybun stands for, for sure. Um, and also harvesting making sure to be ready for 
you know, the winter and, and have all that you need. And, you know, I, I know that in this day and age, it's, it's one of those things where we really don't, we don't have to worry about harvesting our own crops and harvesting our own meat. And we don't have to worry about food. We can go to the grocery store and get pretty much anything we want. Um, but with that being said, I know a lot of us have um, resorted to the native ways, the natural ways, um, this, I, I don't want to say simpler cause it's not simpler, but I myself, uh, harvest all of the meat that me and my kids eat every year, hopefully, um, which I'm headed out in four days to go hunting with my daughter. And again, hopefully we get food, but, um, it does. It, it, that kind of thing definitely makes you, um, it makes you feel like you're, you're back to the native ways. You're back to your ancestral ways, um, or your ways of your ancestors. So if that's something that, you know, you feel like you would benefit from, I always, always tell people to go out and even just try to hunt your own meat and harvest your own vegetables and fruits and have that bountiful garden in the backyard. Um, and if you don't have a backyard, you can do hydroponics, you can do indoor gardens. It doesn't stop with, um, an outdoor garden. I have, I have indoor gardens, outdoor gardens. I have, I've got it all in there. <laughs> um, so that is a little bit about Maybon. Um, one last thing that I just saw that I have not touched on, uh, to celebrate this holiday, pagans might pick apples. Apples are a common symbol of the second harvest. They may use the apples in an apple harvest ritual that thanks the gods for the bountiful harvest. Others might perform a ritual to restore balance and harmony to their lives as this holiday celebrates a day with equal light and day. Another common ritual is set up is to set up an altar with symbols of the season, such as apples, grapes, and other seasonal harvests. Any Sabbath would not be complete without a feast for family and friends, um, which I thought was was really really beautiful because I think a lot of times we focus on Thanksgiving as that. But in reality, the original American Thanksgiving was celebrated on October 3rd, which makes more sense with harvest times. Um, by the end of November, there's not that much left to harvest. So that's why it doesn't really make sense <laughs> for us to be doing all of this, uh, doing Thanksgiving on at the end of November. But if you think of it along the lines of originally we would celebrate Thanksgiving, October 3rd, that's, that's coming up. I mean, that's in like, that's in less than, less than a week, I think. So that makes more sense to me. 
and hopefully it does you too. So, um, next we're going into the autumnal equinox and the history and what's going on with that. Um, it occurs in September, obviously each year and in the Northern hemisphere, again, the, the date marks the end of summer and the beginning of autumn. The earth is tilted on its axis. This means that the sun illuminates the northern or southern hemisphere more, depending on where the earth is along its orbit. Hopefully you guys already know all that. <laughs> but if you don't, there you go. Um, however, at two points in the year, the sun will illuminate the northern and southern hemispheres equally. These are known as the equinoxes. In 2023, the autumnal equinox will occur on September 23rd at 6.50 a.m. And it is September 23rd. <laughs> there are three main different ways of defining autumn. Astronomical, meteorologi meteorological, <laughs> and phenological. Astronomical, um, astronomically, the four seasons center around the equinoxes and solstices. However, there is disagreement between those who see the equinox or solstice as the start of the season and those who hold that it represents the middle of the season. Uh, by contrast, meteorologists tend to divide seasons into periods of three whole months based on average monthly temperatures, with summer as the warmest and winter as the coldest, and etc., um, on this basis, for most of the Northern hem Hemisphere, the autumn months are usually September, October, and November. The third way of defining autumn is to use what are known as phenological indicators. These cover a range of ecological and biological signs, such as the leaves falling off the trees and the migration of birds to warmer climates. These events, of course, are greatly influenced by weather and climate, and so changing climate could cause autumn to start earlier or later than the standard astronomical and meteorolog meteorological <laughs> definitions. I cannot say that word. <laughs> um, autumnal equinox facts and customs. So the harvest moon is the name given to the full moon that occurs nearest to the autumnal equinox. Historically, the light of the harvest moon was said to enable farmers to work late into the night, helping them to bring in the crops from the fields. Uh, the harvest moon usually falls in September. Maybon is a modern pagan ritual marking the autumnal equinox. The ritual gives thanks for a plentiful harvest and recognizes the need to share the earth's fruits in the coming winter months. It is the second of the three pagan harvest festivals, which include Lamas, Lugnasad, and Samhain. In Japanese culture, the autumn equinox is celebrated with a tradition of, and I want to, I might pronounce it wrong, but Haigan. It is a time to remember deceased relatives as well as mark the passing of the seasons. Haigan officially lasts for seven days, beginning three days prior to the equinox and ending three days after it. Uh, because of time zone differences, the equinox can be on different days for different locations. So, yeah. 
that's what I got. How you feeling about it? I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I, as you can hear, I have some serious, serious allergies going on. Thanks to the falling of the leaves and the pollen all over, all over right now. And I'm sure you guys are dealing with the same thing because that's, that's what I've been hearing is everybody's dealing with the same thing with these allergies, man. But, um, with that being said, I hope you guys all enjoyed this little informational podcast episode, as well as seeing what goes on behind the scenes. And I hope you guys all have a beautiful Mabon and a beautiful autumnal equinox. I will see you next time on the Heathen Path. Thank you. Have a good day.